Are you a current or future physician assistant wanting to learn more about finances? Then join me on this journey to become a PA the FI way. Hi, my name is Kat and I'm a practicing certified physician assistant who will be your host. It took me five years after I started practicing medicine as a PA to thoroughly dive into my personal finances after I discovered the concept of financial independence. I want to use what I have learned to help you avoid some of the financial mistakes that I have made while sharing some of the financial wins that I have had along the way. Join me as we discuss financial strategies to guide you to becoming a physician assistant on the way to financial independence. Welcome back, everyone, to the PA the FI Way podcast. I'm your host, Kat, and I'm so thankful that you're here today to take a listen to this episode. I want to talk about financial goals and goal setting for the episode today. But before we dive in, I wanted to just give a brief recap of last week. I went to the fall MAPA conference, and MAPA that I'm referring to is the Minnesota Academy of PAs. And this conference was a CME conference up in northern Minnesota, in Duluth, which is on the shore of Lake Superior. And one of my friends that I met in PA school is from Minnesota, but is currently living in Montana. But it was really fun because she flew in for the conference. And then two other of our friends that we met in PA school that are my current colleagues, and another one of our colleagues, and now a friend, all five of us went to the conference together. I also am a volunteer on MAPA's social media and marketing committee, so I help out with their podcast sometimes that they have, which is the MAPA podcast. So I got to meet some of these committee members that we have been having Zoom meetings, and it's been really fun to meet them in person. And I just really enjoy going to these conferences and meeting all these great PAs and getting inspired for potential future episodes and future guests as well. This conference was also exciting for me because I was able to present my first CME presentation. It was on the topic of burnout and financial independence, and I was nervous before I gave the presentation, but I really enjoyed it. And then there were a lot of great follow-up questions by other PAs who were attending, as well as some fun discussion about the topic too. So if there are any new listeners from the conference, thank you so much for your time and for joining us over here on the show today. Let's discuss how you can set some financial goals for your future. And with anything that you do in life, the first step is to think about the why behind it. It's not enough to just think that you want to create this goal and reach this goal. You need to figure out your why. And we talk about this a lot with financial independence. Who cares if you want to become a millionaire or have more money than a million dollars whatever your financial independence number is, what is the purpose of that money? Remember, money is a tool. So what is your overall picture? Is it because you don't want to work in a grinding job in medicine at least 40 hours a week for 35 to 45 years? Is it because you want to cut back on your hours, work part-time to be able to spend more time with your kids or your family members? Is it because you want to take sabbaticals throughout your career and travel the world. So I encourage you not to only think about the why for your big financial goals, but also your little financial goals. Let's take building an emergency fund. 
that's not fun to do. You're putting money away for an unexpected financial emergency where you need to spend money to fix something that's broken or to cover your rent payment or house payment in case you were to lose your job. Well, that's not a fun way to spend your money, right? But think about the why. The emergency fund is there to help reduce stress in your life. And it can help provide a buffer if you were to change jobs in the future as well, or if you were to lose your job unexpectedly. Think about paying off high interest debt like a credit card debt. While it's not fun to put your money towards that interest or paying off your credit card because you've already spent that money, right? But the why of it is that you're not wasting all the extra money on the interest and then you can allocate or redirect the money in the future once that credit card is paid off for more fun purchases or other financial goals for you. The next step for figuring out your financial goals is to take a look at your current financial situation. You or you plus your partner need to take a look at your income, your tax situation, your monthly budget that you have, your overall net worth, the amount of debt you owe. And looking at these numbers can be scary, but they are critical to understand and assess where you currently are. If you are starting from scratch, you may need to work on some of the basic financial goals to get you started. So a good one to start working on is figuring out what your budget is. Take a look at all of your expenses every single month for at least one month, ideally three to six months. Track where all of your money is going, and I understand that this is tedious, and then work on cutting the fluff. Where are those subscription dollars that you are paying for that you never use? Or are you buying a new outfit every other week and you really don't need that many more clothes? One of the first few steps of your journey to financial independence is also building up your emergency fund. And it is recommended that you have three to six months worth of your necessary expenses set aside in this fund. Then you can also work on saving for retirement. Are you getting your employer match through your retirement account through your workplace? Are you opening and investing within a Roth IRA? perhaps through a backdoor Roth IRA if your income is over the threshold? And are you prioritizing paying off high interest debt? Usually debt that's over 5% for interest is considered pretty high interest debt. And definitely if it's over 10%, you want to get that paid off right away. Check out the past episodes, especially some of the earlier episodes for more information about these things. Once you have figured out some of your financial goals at this time in your life, I encourage you to try to prioritize them so you don't get overwhelmed. Maybe you pick your top three goals that you want to work on. Or if you are truly just getting started and this is all overwhelming for you, just pick one to start with. And then you want to make your goal a SMART goal. So some of you are very likely familiar with the acronym SMART when it comes to goal setting. But not all of you may be, so I want to review it. SMART is an acronym, and it stands for Ways to Help You Determine If Your Goal Is a Actionable One That You Can Do Versus a Very Generalized Goal. So S stands for Specific. Is your goal that you want to reach financial independence? Well, perhaps your specific goal means 
that you want to reach your specific financial independence number. Perhaps you want to have your emergency fund built up. We'll pick a specific number for that. Do you want three months worth of expenses saved up or do you want six months? Or would you feel more conservative and safe if you had 12 months worth? And then M stands for measurable. How are you going to track your goals? Are you keeping an eye on your emergency fund and your savings account if you have a high yield savings account? Are you using something like personal capital where you're tracking all of your finances in one place? I'll include a link to personal capital in the show notes. And that's what I like to use because I link my bank accounts, our retirement accounts, my student loan debts, and it allows me to track how my retirement accounts are increasing while my debt is being paid off. And it's really fun to watch that happen. The A in SMART stands for achievable or attainable. Is this a goal that may sound somewhat difficult to reach or somewhat lofty, but at least you can reach it? You don't want to set goals that aren't something that you feel like you can work towards. Otherwise, that's a recipe to getting discouraged. The R stands for relevant. So you want to think about what truly is important to you. How does this goal relate to your overall future financial success? Some SMART acronyms will use the word realistic for the R, and that seems somewhat similar to achievable or attainable, where you want to make sure that you can actually reach this goal with time. And then T stands for time bound. You need to give yourself a deadline of a certain time, a certain date on the calendar, a certain year, a certain month, depending upon the goal of when you want to reach that financial goal by. Maybe it's an age. Maybe you want to reach financial independence by the age of 45 or 50. Maybe you want to have your emergency fund built up within the course of the next 12 months. Maybe you want to have $100,000 in your retirement account by the time you reach 30. The next step is to write down your financial goals. And before you make them a SMART financial goal, I encourage you to just think of all of your financial goals first and have a brainstorming session, write five to 20 down. And then after you've done that, convert them into SMART goals. What parts of the SMART acronym is this goal missing? And then prioritize your goals. Sure, we want to strive and reach for all of our goals at once, but often that's not reasonable for a lot of people. And then also it's important to enjoy the journey. So I'm not all about only eating ramen noodles and delaying all of your gratification and all of life's enjoyment for the point that you reach financial independence. It really is about enjoying life along the way. How are you treating yourself? You don't need to spend lavishly to have a treat every once in a while, or enjoy a fun experience with a friend or family member. Or my favorite, go on a trip that you can use credit card rewards points to have free travel. It's important to celebrate the journey and enjoy those life experiences on your way to financial independence. So what financial goals are you working on? I would love if you connected with me, feel free to reach out. You can send me a DM on Instagram and I'm over there at PA the FI way. Or you can send a message on Facebook if you are part of the private Facebook group for PA the FI way, or feel free to send me an email as well. 
pathefiway at gmail.com, and I'd love to hear from you. I'm really looking forward to hearing what your financial goals are as we work together to pay off our debts and increase our investments as we build wealth on our way to financial independence. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you back here soon. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope that you decide to continue to join me along this journey of becoming a PA the FI way. Please take a moment to press the subscribe button on the platform that you are listening to this on, but more importantly, consider sharing with another current or future PA that could benefit from the information that we reviewed in this episode. Take care and have a great rest of your day. Until next time.